Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Now the Mark Spector Show on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. in Edmonton. Welcome to the Mark Spector Show. Pleasure to have you. Lots going on around the Team 1260 today. In fact, I'm looking behind me. We're not even the Team 1260 anymore. We're TSN 1260. Congratulations to everyone around here. It's going uh, heading forward in a very well, pretty slick, Matt, uh, Maddie. Pretty slick uh, branding going on around here. I saw, I heard uh, Dutchision in here this morning. Everyone's kind of getting after it around here. This sounds like fun. That's uh, exciting times around here for uh, the most part. You know, it's, it, it, when that logo gets unveiled fully, yeah, it, people are going to... I like the logo. It looks nice. It looks... It's TSN. That's what makes it look nice, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So this will be... Uh, uh, that's the good news, folks. I'm afraid to say this. The bad news is this will be the last Mark Spector show. Uh, I'm not uh, going to spend a whole lot of time on it. I had a real good two-year run here. Been all kinds of fun. Enjoyed doing the show like crazy. Uh, it's just as simple as you can't work for Sportsnet and TSN at the same time. You know, you can't work for SO and Shell at the same time, and you can't work for uh, Mr. Lube and Jiffy Lube at the same time. you got to pick one. So uh, I'm going to wish everybody well around here and thank everyone before the show is done. Uh, everyone who's helped me out with this thing. My wife, Shelka, has put up with a lot while I've been doing this. Matt Awanek and I have become real good, close friends. Uh, and we'll toast one here on Cold Beer Friday. I can promise you that on the Mark Spector Show. So we'll uh, bring you a steady diet of specs experts today. And uh, a little goodbye for each one of those guys. And uh, the show will go on. They'll, uh, they're still in the process. I've spoken um, uh, with our station manager, Rob Baverick. And uh, they are in the process of uh, filling my considerably small shoes here, Team 1260. There will be a sports show running in here, and uh, they'll take care of it. Someone will be um, – they will at some point find a permanent host here. I don't think they've done that yet because I think they're looking for exactly the right one. Well, when you're replacing Mark Spector, it doesn't happen overnight. I will say that. It will take some time. I can't take that Find that time. name. Uh, to find somebody to replace Mark Spector. <laughs> To find that person. Anyway, no hard feelings on either end. It's the first time I've ever left a job without a big fat footprint on my backside. So it's actually kind of fun. Everyone's happy around here. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a completely different scenario than usual. Uh, on the show today, so we're going to run through some of our guys. Scotty Burnside's coming on. Cam Cole, Steve Brunt, Elliot Friedman. We're going to get uh, Doug McLean as well in there. Uh, we'll tell a few stories and talk about a little bit of hockey. I'll tell you the thing that struck me in the hockey world we're going to get in the orders in a second, but I need the thing that struck me last night was watching Henrik Lundqvist play for the New York Rangers. Did anybody see that game? TSN game coming out of Vancouver. Oh, my goodness, Henrik Lundqvist was awful. I mean, I get it. Guys have bad games. It's been a long road trip for the, uh, Van, uh, the New Yorks. They're, they've been on the road for forever. But I'm telling you what. I mean, that was like watching the, uh, I don't know what it was. I've never seen such a good goalie look that bad, frankly. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever seen such a good goalie look that bad. He was just lost in his net, looked brutal. Canucks won for fun last night. And the Rangers went through the West with some problems. I'll tell you, are you hockey pool guys? Talked to a scout, was at the game last night, works for an Eastern-based team. He said, my, uh, he said uh, Richards was absolutely brutal. Absolutely couldn't keep up with the play. Brad Richards. God, there's too many Richards. I always get that wrong. Perfect. Matt's bringing in the lines for me from the game tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Brad Richards was brutal last night. Can't keep up. Remember the, the end of the year he had last year with Tortorella? Remember he was getting a healthy scratch in the playoffs? Well, he's got a new coach there. Uh, and, and at this point in the season, Brad Richards, uh, I'm just saying this, don't draft him. That's all I'm saying. Don't draft him. Edmonton Oilers go tonight 
in OKC. Here are your projected lines. You ready? McIntyre is going to get in tonight. Fourth liner. McIntyre, Acton, and Brown on the fourth line. He'll play uh, in that spot that Eager's been in during training camp. Here's the rest of your orders line. Smith, Hall, and Hemsky. Get used to that one. Sounds like that's the way they're going to start the season. Yoensu, Arcabello, and Everly, which is interesting because Yoensu has switched spots on the wing with David Perron. David Perron falls down to play with Gordon and Yakupov. On, I, I don't know what the third line is. So going by the centerman, I'm going to say that's the third line. But here, look at this, folks. Here's your order's lines. You got Hall, Hemsky, and Smith in the first line. There's obviously some scoring punch there. You got Arcabello at Eberly, particularly Eberly on the second line. I guess I'm going to give you some scoring punch. You and Sue pumped in, I think, three goals in the preseason, so give him some credit. Now you got a third line with Perron and Yakupov on it. A ton of scoring punch there. So... Even without your two centermen in RNH and Gagne, you've got three lines that can score, no question. And then you have your fourth line, which has got some meat and potatoes to it, which we're happy to see in order that, of McIntyre, Acton, and Brown. Here's your defensive pairings tonight. Belov and Justin Schultz, Schmied and Petrie, Nick Schultz and Larson. Dubnik will get the game. Does Is this it? Is this the full lineup we're talking about? Is this how they're going to start game one of the season, you think, Matawanek? Well, when we went through the rosters, I guess it would have been two days ago. They had the exact amount of players that you need. They didn't have any more. They didn't have any less. It would be those players. I don't know if these are the lines. We'll see. I would I would think this is going to be close to what the lines we're going to see come uh, October 1 because this is your final preseason game. You're going to want to start getting some you know, normality and start getting the chemistry going and start getting you know, everybody learning the system to get ready for season one. Or game one, I should say. Well, the only so. change I see here is on defense. Uh, Andrew Ference is not playing tonight. He's playing for your team 82 if he can. So take a defenseman out of this group. I'm taking Larson out. Uh, but other than that, you're right. This is pretty much it. Other than the McIntyre eager switch off, uh, this is probably it. There is no Ryan Hamilton in the lineup tonight. Uh, and that's probably not where did he where were, he went to slot it when we did our lines right uh, two days ago we didn't have him in there right so the the thing that perplexes me a little bit or not me doesn't perplex me but the thing that gets probably has Dallas Aikens a little bit worried here is he's not getting an NHL opponent again tonight the lineup that you're getting from um, Dallas is not completely filled with NHLers at all in fact it's about half full. Are you ready? Nikushkin, you'll see him tonight if you're watching the game. I guess it's going to be on orders.com. Nikushkin plays with Eakin and McDermott. Garbett with Fiddler and Ritchie. Roussel with Mueller and Sevier. Godzik with Moran and Smith. No Tyler Sagan in that group. Uh, they're missing a few guys from their lineup down there. It's... This is that's half of a half of their line, ah, two thirds, I guess. But there's a lot of names in there uh, that they're missing. I'll look up a, Dino, a Dallas lineup as soon as we ever get this internet working in this place, <laughs> and we'll we'll um, tell you all the guys they're missing. And on the back end, it's not much different. Connaughton and Alexiak, Dylan and Fortunus, Namath, and Yoki Paka. Never heard of him. Guy from um, Finland, clearly. So, I guess my question to you, Matawanek, is how do you how do you know that Jesse Jones, who's ready to play against an NHL team, when he hasn't faced a full NHL lineup yet, how do you know that Ryan Hall's work at center ice is going to be sufficient against an NHL team when he hasn't seen anything close to an NHL team yet? You don't. You just have faith that what you've seen in practice and what you've seen in the exhibition games against lesser opponents is enough that these guys are ready for. And, and, but it's, and there's not much you could do about it though, either. Well, you can't control who the other guy dresses. You can't control who the other team dresses. And you know, you have these injuries that happen with, well, Hopkins we've known about, but with Gagne, nobody was expecting that, that even we didn't expect Ryan Jones not to be in the team this year. I think we all thought going into training camp, he'd be on this team. It's just that, what else do you do? You, you don't have any other options. So you're stuck with it, unfortunately, for Dallas Akins. And come October 1, that night we'll find out if Taylor Hall is actually ready to be a center in the NHL or if, or if, he, and if he's capable, or I wouldn't say capable, if he's, he can excel at it. 
and if Jesse Owens, who's an NHL player. Look, I want to see a Dallas lineup with Tyler Sagan in it, with Sean Horkoff in it, with Jamie Benn in it, with Ray Whitney in it, with Eric Cole in it. None of those guys are playing tonight. According to the reports we're getting out of OKC. I mean, that's that's their five highest paid players. Rich Peverly's name's not in there, right? And then we go down, and that's who you're getting. Cody Eakin and Antoine Roussel and Chris Mueller and Ryan Garbett and Lane McDermott. That's who's playing tonight. So I'm surprised Dallas is even dressing. I know they had a game, what was it, last played night? Played last night. And, but don't you want to see what you have, you know? Don't you want to be ready for the, the season come next week? I mean, look at their defense. No Gonchar, no Goligoski, no Robida, no Trevor Daly, no Aaron Rome. <laughs> right? They're starting with their sixth highest paid defenseman. So this lineup that the Oilers get tonight is is it's not going to tell you anything unless it beats you for fun. Then I guess it'd tell you a lot, but I don't suspect that will happen. It, the Oilers should win this game. Yeah, and they should have it by you know pretty in hand. No, they're they're dressing a far better lineup. And so that's the only thing you could really get from this. It's just. It's almost a lose-lose for the Oilers here. Well, it, it, there's not like if you win in this game and you win big, what do you really? You don't prove you don't, anything. Right. But if you don't win by much, or if you lose this game, it's tough for that team. Oh, then you're questioning. It, so it's a it's not a great position for the Oilers, and it's not their fault. Yep. Hey, Ryan Whitney released from the St. Louis Blues on a PTO. He was at uh, training camp. The former Oilers defenseman released uh, just about an hour ago. It was announced. So he is back on the free agent market without a gig. Meanwhile, Magnus Pyarvi not having a great time down there, not having a fantastic camp, and seemingly just dropped right out of the uh, uh, mix quite a bit. He was a 13th forward at practice yesterday. So uh, they're getting a good look at uh, Magnus Pyarvi, and, and by the quotes you read, Hitchcock says, I don't know what the plan is with uh, with Pyarvi. All I know is he's getting better every day. I think you give him time with us, and he's going to be a real good player. That's how I look at it. That's code for we got to get this guy playing a tougher defensive game by far because he's a pretty light player, and he's coming from a team that played a pretty light brand of defense the last few years. So uh, that's it for Magnus Parvi. At this point, maybe stuff changes, but the season's about to happen here. Uh, it's sounding like he is at – he's looking like being about a 13th forward here uh, for the St. Louis Blues. I'm just going to get your texts up here. Uh, yeah, there's lots of texts here. Thanks, everybody. There's some real nice ones, too. Hey, Spec, you still going to do the Gregor Show? I will uh, not be doing the Gregor Show. In fact, today will be my last Jason Gregor Show. Be a little bit of radio uh, darkness. Uh, we called it the Dark Specter Show for fun here for a while. <laughs> if anybody listened closely, that came out a few days ago. A couple times on the air, yeah. I wonder if anybody noticed. Um, let's see... Trade for you. Clefbaum for Bieksa. Not a prayer that the Vancouver Canucks would trade Kevin Bieksa for Clefbaum. Oilers get instant help on the back end. Canucks get younger. Yeah, no. Canucks are trying to win now. BX they're not trying to player. win tomorrow uh, in a few years. Like Obviously, they are, but they're not looking to, for that to be their window. This is their window. Absolutely. They're and when you're trying to Kevin Bieksa for Oscar Clefbaum, who's going to be, he'd have to be in the AHL for the Vancouver still because he's not ready for the NHL. That's taking it a step, back, a step backwards. Yep, it and is. it's a divisional rival. Oh, for sure. There's no that's that's not going to happen. And it, once again, uh, BX is just a far superior player. I mean, look at it the other way. What if they traded um, Andrew Ference for some Canucks farmhand that can't make their team? What would you say about that? You know, you probably wouldn't like it very much. All right, Brad the Plumber, thanks very much. Going to miss your experienced honesty, sir. All the best. Please find a way to return to the Edmonton Airwaves. Thanks very much from Brad the Plumber. All right, so the orders go tonight in Oklahoma City. Last test, and then, I mean, they have made their cuts. They don't have to make any more cuts. I was kind of, you know, for instance, down in Calgary, there's a, there's four cuts yet to get made, or I believe three cuts yet to get made, and they got, like, Sean Monaghan and... Then Barchi and they go a couple names where you're wondering, are they going to keep Monaghan? What are they going to do? I suspect they'll keep Monaghan uh, for his nine-game bit uh, before using up the contract year, and then they'll make a decision. Uh, there's no reason not to keep him. Sven Barchi's a little bit in the doghouse down there. Wrote about that today on Sportsnet.ca. Um, he is, uh, but he's got to make that team there. The Calgary Flames, what are you going to do? Send Sven Barchi to the Abbotsford team? Why would you do that? 
So the Oilers' cuts are cuts are pretty much made. The lineup's pretty much set. Uh, where the crunch will come is when uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is deemed ready to get back in the lineup. Then they're going to have to drop somebody, likely a Will Acton or uh, I guess a Mark Arcabello, right? One of those two guys would be the uh, candidates. And then, of course, when Gagne comes back. So I think an interesting thing for me is if RNH comes back in a week or two, does Hall stay at center? I'm not sure he doesn't stay at center now and becomes Gagne's replacement. So we'll figure that out as it comes. Let's take a break of the show. We come back. We're going to roll through some of the old specs experts just for old time's sake, folks. Scotty Burnside and Doug McLean splitting them up. Coming up next here on the Mark Spector Show. Caller 10 right now at 444-1260 has a chance to get in on the Million Dollar Live Drive. Brought to you by the Ranch Golf and Country Club and Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Get sidelined by the Team 1260. All year long, catch the Team 1260 Sideliner, hitting Edmonton's hottest community and sporting events, giving out free tickets, subway reloadable cash cards, and other swag in a white 2013 GMC terrain from Northgate Chevrolet Buick GMC. Everywhere you go, keep your eyes peeled for the Team 1260 Sideliner. Powered by Subway Restaurants. Brought to you by Northgate Chevrolet Buick GMC, where all-wheel drive GMC terrains lease from $384 a month and Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Got truck? Buzz does. Love truck? Buzz does. Want more truck? Buzz does. Trailer tow systems, box liners, mud flaps, survey boxes. Who's got them? Buzz does. Who has power, performance, and a hands-on owner that's as pumped about trucks as you are? Buzz does. Customized to commercialized and everything in between, you does what Buzz does. Buzzboxliners.com. We're doing a brand new thing. No one's ever done anything like it. No one. Spence has every style of engagement ring the world has ever known. Get to the good part. Thousands of them. Hurry. But the engagement ring you really want is usually more than you can afford right now. Please. So when you pay just 10% down plus a small prototype fee. Here it comes. Spence will give you a full year to pay off the balance. There it is. We'll make a perfect double of your ring for you to wear until we manufacture the real one. You'll have up to a year to pay off your spectacular engagement ring. This is amazing. You said it, sister. We're not really loaning you any money, so we won't be charging you any interest. And there's no possibility of credit rejection because this isn't technically a financing plan. It's just a favor we do for friends. Friends like you. At Westgate Center beside West Edmonton Mall. Score big and get plenty for 20 bucks at Pizza 73. Get two medium two-topper pizzas and four free cans of Coke, all for just $20. That's right, two hot and fresh cheesy medium pizzas with two toppings on each and four cans of Coke. Now that's plenty for 20. Great for the hockey game, football game, family night, or any night. Score big with Pizza 73. The Champ. Hey, everybody, it's me, The Champ, for the Canadian Brew House, my favorite Wobbly Pop stop, and your connection for a free shuttle ride to the game. Don't have a ticket? Get one from the Brew House for just $25 aboard the Esky Express. The CBH started this last year with Knuckles driving the bus, apparently pretty big stuff. Mr. Highfalutin, he asked me as I boarded the bus, did I have my ticket punched? I said, pardon? Mr. Bus Baboon repeats himself. Have you been punched? My meat sandwich was in transit to his head, just getting off at the wrong stop. Here comes another connector uppercut. He's out colder than the effervescent beer at the Canadian Brew House. It's the pregame warm-up before every game at the Canadian Brew House, all aboard the Esky Express. And don't forget to check out our famous scrumptious menu. It's time to power up at the Canadian Brew House, home of the champ. If you're ready for some football, you're ready for the Canadian Brew House. For a small business owner, there's busy and good busy. Busy is working to extend your supplier's payment deadline. Good busy is working to extend your product line. Now available in Periwinkle. Busy is managing cash flow so you make payroll. Good busy is managing design so you make better products. Think of a bob of the year. Use your Visa business card instead of checks and focus on the work you love. Nice. Stay good busy with Visa Business. Join the conversation at hashtag good busy. 
Dad, can we get a puppy? A St. Bernard? Okay. And a new bike? And a new boat, sure. Can I bring my friends? How many? Four? Eh, make it five. I like when you get a new minivan. Yeah, me too. It's the All Out Clear Out event featuring Dodge Grand Caravan, Dodge Journey, Dodge Dart, and Ram 1500 with up to 10750 in total discounts, great lease offers, and 0% financing on select models. See your Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram dealer for details. Prepare yourself. The best series from HBO are back, and you can watch them first on HBO Canada. New Boardwalk Empire. The only thing you can count on is blood. New Eastbound and Down. I'm back! And from the Office co-creator Stephen Merchant, the new series, Hello Ladies. This is my bro Stuart. Hello ladies! There's always something new on HBO Canada. See it first, get it now. Order HBO Canada today at hbocanada.com. Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260 and Crystal Glass are giving you the chance to win a million dollars with one swing of the club. The Million Dollar Live Drive. Hey, ever have a hole in one before? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's a good time to start. You might just get a chance to go out to the Ranch Golf and Country Club October 11th and uh, try to jar one from 150 yards. Any good at uh, golf? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I'll play a little bit here and there. Yeah. Well, you better start practicing, I would suggest. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll be out there every day getting those blisters back on the hand. Yeah, oh, that's exactly the way to go. In fact, uh, don't play any games. Just go to the range and work like a donkey every day. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, if you're closest to the pin, you win 5000 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, we'd like to see a hole-in-one because we've got this insurance company and we've been trying to give away their million bucks for about four years now and no one claims it. So it's all there for you, man. All you got to do is jar one from 150 away. Sweet. You're the man. Hang on a sec. Keep listening for your chance to swing for a million dollars with a million dollar live drive from the Ranch Golf and Country Club, Crystal Glass, and Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260. Want to be heard? Text SPEC at 10 1260. The Mark Spector Show, only on Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260. Welcome back to the Mark Spector Show. 1222 in Edmonton. We always go to the weather at this point, and we shall not tarry. Matt Awanek? I'm a little disappointed because we got Doug McLean still to come in the show, and we might not be able to do it with Doug. Oh, okay. 11 right. degrees sunny right now in Edmonton, going for a high of 15 this weekend. A gorgeous weekend for, for September here in Edmonton. 17 degrees mainly sunny Saturday, 15 degrees mainly sunny on Sunday. All right. Go now to uh, Scotty Birdside from ESPN.com joins us uh, on a day that uh, we're still a little bit uh, rattled after watching Henrik Lundqvist play last night. He was awful in Vancouver. Like he looked like uh, he was like Jason LaBarbera light <laughs> last night. <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Has he been any good the whole preseason? Well, let, let, let's be honest. I mean, he heard that this was your last show, and the man was not, he was out of sorts. Emotionally and teetering on the brink. He was emotionally bereft, <laughs> and I can understand. I, I, if I played last night, knowing this is your last show, spec, I'd have played exactly the same way. So, oh, no, I, you, mean, you're, you talk about, I, I only know the score uh, of that game last night, you know, because it was interesting with the dynamics with, Tortorella and Elaine Vigneault and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, I couldn't tell you the score of any other game. I don't even know what the score of that Buffalo-Toronto game was where they had all the, 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 the Donnybrook. I had no idea what the score of that game was. And I, and I, I make it a policy to not – like, I never look at whoever's lighting it up. I, you see a headline, oh, so-and-so is having a great camp. He's got five points. That, <laughs> I can't think of anything less meaningful than – any of that. And, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you're a Ranger fan and you're wondering what the Rangers are going to do, and they've got, you know, they've got the odd schedule because they start on the road um, and they need to get out of the gate well, just as every single team in the Eastern Conference does, especially, I think, and probably in the Pacific because you can make the same argument. But So you want to get off the, you know, out of the blocks. But the guys in the NHL uh, or the ESPN list of netmires, he was number one overall. So, I don't think you can read too, too much into it. And I, 
I think what you're what you're looking for is a guy who's you know especially a veteran player any guys who are just saying okay I, I feel like okay I can I can be at an NHL speed or where I'm in where where I feel comfortable when the puck drops on October 1st or 2nd or 3rd or when it happens but you know I, you know I know people are up you know, Vancouver hasn't played very well in the preseason I'm not sure that it means a whole lot no, I'm, well, it's a good question. I mean, when he's your A goalie, uh, you know, you want to see him have a decent start. The Let's talk about the Rangers a bit because they're a team with a new coach and, and that's got a chance. They're a pretty good team out but they've had a horrendously long road trip in the preseason. They're going down to Vegas for a game tonight, then they're going to go back to New York for a couple of days, and they're starting with their first nine games on the road uh, due to uh, Renault's going on at uh, Madison Square Garden. That's that's a pretty tall order, you know? It's a pretty tall order to send a team out in the road that long. Yeah, it certainly is. And the Rangers, I mean, this isn't the first time it's happened. I remember being in, uh, seeing them in Prague uh, during the Premier Games when those things existed. And then I think they did the same kind of thing. They had a long trip out, uh, out west. And yeah, it does, yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a real test for Alain Vigneault. And, you know, is Ryan Callahan going to be back? I, I think he's been cleared for contact, but I, I don't think he's going to play in certainly the opener in Phoenix. Um, Derek Stepan just signed. How long is it going to take for him to get back into a groove? Carl Hagelin coming off of shoulder surgery. Um, yeah, I think there's lots of there are lots of question marks, and I I, I do like them as a team. Um, and, you know, what's Brad uh, Richards going to? You know, where is he at after his uh, dismal season last year and being a healthy scratch in the playoffs? What about Rick Nash at a miserable playoff? So yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of questions there. I'm not sure. I think they are a playoff team. Uh, uh, I've seen some people who like them as the uh, Metropolitan Division winner. I don't think that they can stay with the Penguins, uh, you know, no matter who's playing that for the Penguins, frankly. Um, so it, it is interesting. And you're right. When you, you've got a lot of sort of hurdles to get over early if you're a Lanzino and the Rangers, combined, you know, the road trip and the injuries and all of those things. So it is going to be interesting to see how they get off the, uh, out of the blocks because the competition, especially – in the two Eastern divisions, it's going to be so fierce for playoff spots. It's, um, yeah, it's, I think there, it is going to be an interesting story to watch in the first month of the season. Marc-Andre Fleury is a drawn by uh, Scott Burnside, ESPN.com. Marc-Andre Fleury uh, blew it out in the playoffs last year, replaced by Volkun. Now Volkun is out indefinitely. Uh, the blood clotting issue back uh, as a factor in his life, uh, that's something he just can't seem to get away from. Uh, so they're, they're going in Pittsburgh with Marc-Andre Fleury come hell or high water. Uh, is it going to be hell or is it going to be high water <laughs> with this guy? What's going to happen? <laughs> well, I mean, well, the guy can, he might win 50 regular season games. I mean, not, there's no, there's never been an issue with him, relatively speaking, in, in the regular season. In fact, a lot, you know, if you went over his regular season record the last three or four years, uh, even since they won the Cup, um, his numbers during the regular season, there's never an issue. He's always among the lead leaders in wins. He's had great, great stretches of play. Um, but he's, you know, it's, it's been the playoffs. So I don't know. It'll be interesting because the Penguins have cap issues, right? It's not like they can just go out, depending on what happens with Thomas Okun and whether they end up putting him on LTI or when that might happen. Um, you know, they're going to start with Jeff Zatkoff, who had terrific AHL numbers as the backup. But it's not like Ray Shiro's in a position where he can just go out and call Yulia Brisgalov or Josie Theodore and say, all right, here's your, here's a Tim Thomas type deal or here's, here's, Here's a contract of some kind. Come on in and, and play goal when Marc Andre Fleury gets tired. Um, but it is it is going to be it's going to be the great storyline of the playoffs because it it will not matter if he goes undefeated in 60 regular season games because the first time he gives a wobble in the playoffs, then those questions are going to return as they should. Right? It's been brutal the last few years in the playoffs, and that's a team that is. It's you know they went to an Eastern Conference final, so it's it's not nothing. No, uh, no, but they, for sure. You know, it, well, and, but without and a goaltender, goal really wasn't the issue. No, it wasn't the issue. But no, course, but he's their point, A goaltender. Mark Andre Fleury is their guy. They went to their backup well, and they yeah. lost in the final. It wasn't goaltending that cost them. But are you telling me they're going to win no, cups with with someone other than Mark Andre Fleury? I'm not sure who that's going to be. No, well, and that's going to be the great question. Right? Is it going to be Ryan Miller? Is it going to be Matt Zakoff or Jeff Zakoff? Is it going to be Mark Andre Fleury. I guess to me, what the fascinating part is, you know, between 08 and 09, the guy won 30 postseason games. 30. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And he was very, very good 
a lot of that time, right? I mean, he was he was a very good player in that 09 final. He was okay yeah, but that was, five, that was really. four years ago. He can't. He couldn't play down the stretch. <laughs> Last year, he couldn't play. He was brutal no, that's when true. it counted. Like he's yeah. hit a crisis in his career here. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. No, he's it's absolutely a crisis confidence. And I mean, I'm a bit surprised that Ray Shiro brought him back because I thought there was a place that you could have sent him. You know, frankly, I thought Minnesota would have been a great landing place. Knows Chuck Fletcher there. Knows Mike Yo. Um, you could have done something. But they, I, you know, when I talked to Ray Shiro about this, but he's like, okay, well, who's so? It's not Mark Andre Fleury. Who? Like, okay, and I think that's a fair question. Whether you're going to get Nicholas Backstrom, broken down. Sorry, don't think that's an answer. Uh, so what is the answer? Was Jonathan Bernier the answer? That played, what, 55, 60 NHL games? I don't know. I, you know Marc-Andre Fleury's done it. Yes, it was 100 years ago in goalie terms, but I, I think it's going to be the, one of the great stories. We, and the story won't get told until April, but I think it's fascinating because you're right, uh, Spec. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what the confidence level in that room is going to be um, come the first round of the playoffs and the first bad game that Marc-Andre Fleury has. Scotty Burnside, it's been a lot of fun having you on the radio. I think you're probably going to hang around a little bit. Uh, good times, bud. We'll see you down the road somewhere, huh? I've enjoyed every single nanosecond of it, my friend. You are the king. <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. Looking forward to running into you. All right, man. See you. There you go. Scotty Burnside. You know, he's right. It's been in goalie years since Marc-Andre Fleury was a trustworthy cup-winning caliber goaltender. Hey, it's a, one bad playoff is about 10 years in goalie years. He's got a ton to reclaim. And he's kind of like the Vancouver Canucks are as a team. I don't really care what they do in the regular season anymore, right? I don't care how good Marc-Andre Fleury is in the regular season. He's got to be good in the playoffs because if he's not good in the playoffs playing behind that Pittsburgh team, uh, then he's useless to you. Speaking of uh, which, we've got Doug McLean on the horn. You're at an airport. I mean, you're heading home for the weekend? Heading to PEI for the weekend. How good is that? But you know what? I had to, I had to get on the show today because it's been such a pleasure for me to have the opportunity to work with you. You know, it's just been something special. So it might be one of the highlights of my career right up there with coaching the Stanley Cup Finals or the All-Star Game. <laughs> Well, that makes one of us, Doug. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, listen. Um, the, you're, you're, you're dumbfounded right now. I you am can't dumb. I don't even know what the hell to say. <laughs> you're emotionally, it, it's just, it was a, it, yeah, I, I can get it. I get it. I don't know what the hell to say. Uh, uh, we should have this conversation because I don't think you like the Oilers' defense very much, and I was wondering if you picked them to make the playoffs this year or not. No, I don't. I don't. I, I really want them to make the playoffs. Um, you know, can they improve the team? Like, I, I look at their top six up front, and I like the top six with Gagne there. I, I'm not overly in love with their bottom six, although I do like Boyd, um, you know, in the number three spot versus the Belanger. So I like that. And after that, I'm a little nervous. And, you know, I'm on the blue line, I, you know, they say, well, they got puck movers, and I, same like there's, you know, they said they couldn't get out of their own end last year. It's not a Jimmy Matheson. Couldn't get out of their own end last year. And I said, yeah, but it's not just the defense that can't get out of their own end. Center's got a lot to do with that. And there's some big holes down the middle right now with the two kids out, you know, with Gagne and Hopkins out. So it's, I'm nervous for them right now. And I, I think Dallas will do a good job. But I hope I'm wrong, but I'm a little nervous. I don't see them making it. Well, it's a good question. And with the injuries they have coming out of the box, uh, it's not looking great. Um I was just uh, writing a piece on the Calgary Flames and uh, down the street here in Alberta. Uh, if you're the Calgary Flames and you got a guy like Sean Monahan and you got fans who need to see some light at the end of the tunnel, do you just put him on your team? Or perhaps is he best served to be as far away from Calgary as possible right now? Well, to me, it's a myth. You know, and I, I've been ripped for, you know, ruining, ruining some kids, okay? And I, I'm thinking, okay, just a minute. I sent Klesla back to junior. I sent Brule back to junior. You know, I, I didn't send Nash back to junior. To, if the guy's good enough, he's good enough. I, I don't, I'm not buying into this. If he, you bring him up too early or you send him back to junior, it's a big plus for him. 
if the kid's good enough, he's going to be good enough, and he's going to make it. And, and this development thing is way, way, way overrated when it comes to stars, when it comes to your top guys. So I'm not buying it. If he's good enough, you know, you've got to judge. Is it good to go back to a bad Ottawa team, you know, who's in a rebuilding stage, probably be traded, or is it best to keep him? I, you know, the bottom line is you keep him for nine games, see how he does and then make your decision in game nine, whether you're going to keep them or not. And that's what they should do. They can get a great gauge after nine games if he's good enough to be there. And if he's good enough to be there, they should keep him. Toronto you know, and, they, and, they, and the coach is going to play him. If, if Hartley is going to play him, and you've got to say, like, I, I remember going to Dave King. Dave, Kutzler played four minutes last night. We're not going to win the cup, you know. We've got to play him more. <laughs> and then the next night he played him two minutes. Ooh, just did, to piss me off. How long know? did it take to fire Dave King? Well, that was, took a couple of years, but, you know, I mean, it, it's it's all, and, and you know, it, maybe that was a big mistake to let him go, because I like Dave, and he's a good coach, and he's a good man, but, you know, it, it's that's what it comes down to, is Bob Hartley going to play him, you know? And they've got to get a feel for that, and if Bob Hartley's going to make, if they're going to make a commitment to keep him, they've got to find a way to work with him and, and, and have some off nights and some bad nights, you know? Well, that's exactly it. Speaking of off nights and bad nights, when do you start doing uh, your regular TV work down at Sportsnet in Toronto? <laughs> well, I've been going full out. Come on. <laughs> you know, I've been doing these exhibition games. You I know, know you have been. A couple of them, but I'm, we start next week. Monday uh, we, or Monday night, we've got our big preview show, which is a fun night, strategy room, and we're going to have lots of fun talking about the Canadian teams and the, the burning issues, the burning issues with the Canadian teams and have a good look at those guys on Monday night. Then really we get into a Tuesday, so it's going to be fun. I mean, thank God the preseason's over. Yes. And we can move into a, you know, a season that I think is going to be a great season because there's so much balance in the league. Yeah, it's going to be fun, new divisions. I mean, you look at even the Oilers. You sit and you say, well, I say I'm, I'm worried they're not going to make it. But then you say, okay, there's five, six, seven teams in the West, and you go Dallas and Phoenix and – Nash, you know the Nash, you know the Nashville. I mean, really, are they not right in there with them? So who knows? That's that's what I like. There's so much balance. Hey, it's been a pleasure working with you on the radio, Dougie. Oh my God, I'm gonna miss you, man. Me I'm gonna too. miss you. I'll see you in Toronto. Okay, bud. Take Thanks. care. There you go, Doug McLean. Uh, there you go. Another guy from Toronto who looks at the order and says, "You know what? I don't. I'm not sure they're gonna make it, but I'm not sure they're not." That seems to be the the. General thesis on the Edmonton orders around the league that I'm hearing this year. Everyone's, it, it's the injuries. I think a lot of guys might have been more willing to step out on a limb and say, you know what, they're going to make the playoffs until R&H and then Gagne goes down. Now you go, oof. You know, t- ask me on December 1st. I'll tell you if I think they're going to make playoffs. I know, that's kind of chicken. I get it. Take a break in the show and we come back. Uh, let's get out to Vancouver, talk to Cam Cole. Sun, a Vancouver Sun, Post Media. I'll get around the sports world just a little bit with Cammy coming up next here on the Mark Spector Show. The Jason Greger Show, weekdays from 2 till 6. General Manager of the Eskimos, Ed Hervey, joins us. I think the Simeon Rotier story is, in some ways, it kind of galvanized everything and everyone, but his play has improved, and there was no question that when he plays well, the offensive line plays well, and he has that type of ability, and we expect that of him. The Jason Greger Show, presented by Mobile One. Weekdays 2 to 6, only on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Some of Canada's wireless companies say the Canadian government has special rules that favor foreign wireless companies. But there are no such rules. In fact, the rules in place today were developed through years of public consultations. While Canada's wireless companies represent their interests, the Government of Canada is here to represent the interests of all Canadians. More choice, lower prices, better service. Visit canada.ca slash more choices. A message from the Government of Canada. To some, he is a hero. To others, merely heroic. But to us, he's a Pools Hall of Famer. Raised on highlights and minor league stats, he played his game cards like he played Division 12 slow pitch. To win. Home team, check. Visiting team, check. Champion, check. Be a legend with Sports Select. Pools players won over 7 million last year. Pick the winning teams today at your lottery retailer. Set a limit. Stay within it. Is this microphone on? Yeah. This is a remarkable story. 
Okay, everyone, my name is David Pormond, and you probably heard my amazing story about how I lost 63 pounds and 6 inches without even really trying. Well, I'm the creator of Skinny Green Coffee. No, this is not another diet fad or anything you've ever tried before. The green coffee bean has been recently featured on Dr. Oz's TV show as a miracle fat burner and has been clinically proven to reduce body fat, lose weight, and keep it off. Best of all, with the green coffee bean extract, you can eat whatever you want and still lose the weight from day one, safely and naturally. And if you call in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to let you try Skinny Green Coffee completely risk-free. So you either lose weight or you don't pay a dime. But this is a special limited offer, so you got to call now. For your risk-free trial, call 800-667-1204. That's 800-667-1204. Don't miss out. Call right now. 800-667-1204. That's 1-800-667-1204. The RBC $6 Small Business Account. Are you a business owner looking to save big on your banking? Choose the RBC $6 Small Business Account. It's flexible. Bank how you want, as much as you want, and get automatic discounts. Plus, there's no minimum balance required because, hey, every dollar counts, starting with six. The RBC $6 Small Business Account. Make every dollar count. Learn more at rbc.com six. RBC, advice you can bank on. Hockey is your passion. You got that right. Nobody knows the game better than you. I'm the wizard of ice. Well, Dorothy, this is your chance to prove it. The Bet365 Hockey Bankroll Contest is back. Each week of the season, 1000 bucks is up for grabs. And like all Bet365 contests, it's free to join. Got an underdog you think is a lock? Think the home team will let their guard down after a long road trip? Showcase your hockey knowledge and sign up today at bet365.net. It's too easy. The Government of Canada is focused on what matters to Canadians, jobs and the economy. Canada's overall job growth record since the depth of the global recession remains the strongest among all G7 countries, with one million net new jobs created. Canada's Economic Action Plan helps connect Canadians to many of these well-paying, in-demand jobs through concrete measures like skills training and support for apprentices. To learn more, visit actionplan.gc.ca slash skills. A message from the Government of Canada. Welcome to Lexus South Point, the ultimate Lexus world. Thanks, Lexa. Run diagnostics on Lexus oil changes. Analyzing. Lexus South Point offers $49 oil changes to all Lexus owners, including a 21-point inspection. Excellent. Add complimentary cleaning with all Lexus vehicle services. Complimentary cleaning added under Lexus South Point. Point of difference. That's all for now, Lexa. Think Lexus. Think the new Lexus South Point. And now, my Big Yap with Yukon Jack. There are certain things that don't seem to go together at first glance, but actually can work out for the best. Some are symbiotic relationships, like those little birds that pick the food from in between crocodilian teeth. How could they ever get along? Fried egg on a cheeseburger? Sounds impossible until you try it. And how about this one? And, and stay with me. Guns and school. I am not a gun guy. And at first glance, with all the headlines over the years, especially as of late, it would seem like a horrible idea to marry the two, as is currently happening with the University of Calgary's Firearm Association. A school club not unlike the 300 other clubs permitted on campus. I'll admit with Columbine, Virginia Tech, Ecole Polytech, and Sandy Hook all still so fresh in our minds, it just feels dirty to hear about a school with a gun club. The optics are all wrong, but... Not allowing those who get off on popping caps isn't going to stop them from doing so. To minimize the stigma associated with guns, the club should perhaps start with a name change. Instead of U of C's Firearms Association, maybe tweak it to the U of C's Firearm Safety Association. Or the U of C's Responsible Firearm Association. It sounds small, maybe even irrelevant, but if this club can make it known that they're about responsible, safe, sane gun ownership and not Yosemite Sam dueling pistolas, pachoon, pachoon, cracking off rounds into the air, they'll have an easier time. And maybe because it's in a school, those in the club will indeed learn to be safer and more responsible. In the meantime, I'll just shut my big gap. Catch my big gap with Yukon Jack. Weekday mornings on our brother station. 100.3, The Bear. Get in touch with Spec now at 444-1260. Or email markspector at theteam1260.com.
in Edmonton. On a beautiful sunny date, playing a little golf tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Matt, you going to get the sticks out this weekend? No. Clubs put away. We've already mentioned that before. Get them out. It's beautiful. There's just no time. There's so much work that needs to be done. Forget work. Work when you die. Oh, wait, that's sleep when you die. Exactly. I have to get it. I have the other stuff. Plus this weekend, you know, Sundays are already gone because of the NFL. Doesn't TSN do all the work now? Isn't some guy from Toronto just doing all the work and you put your feet up? I thought that's how it works now. But no. You'd think that's how. Again, we're losing you, so I have to find a way that, you know, we have to do something to make noon to two sound great. Right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll do just fine. Cam Cole with us now out of Vancouver. How are you doing, Cammy? Very well. Spec, how are you? You just sound like a relaxed man. I've just come off uh, the laziest summer of my entire life and uh, topped by a week down in uh, Washington State and up through Osoyoos and Penticton and back home. So drank a lot of wine, played a little golf. Now I'm ready to dive into this uh thing called hockey and uh, maybe a little golf next week at the president's cup and then be, be back in it well then let's start with uh i've referred a couple times uh to a game you were at last night the the only thing i got out of that game last night is how can henrik lundquist look like murray bannerman in one night <laughs> he got beat by a couple of pretty weird ones he got to but you know in in his defense the uh hunter shankarik one that uh topped it all off went in off uh girardi and girardi and mcdonough were on for all five goals against last night and just looked awful so you know i don't think that was the a game for the new york rangers and the canucks kind of jumped on them they were uh stinging a bit from getting nailed five nothing themselves by san jose a couple nights earlier so i thought uh you know the canucks played basically their A lineup and uh, the, the Rangers look tired at the end of a road trip and it's just one of those you wouldn't want to attach uh, too much importance to. No, absolutely not. The Rangers got crushed going through the West here. And they they did. Smoke last night. I think it was 4-1 in Calgary. It was 5-3 in Edmonton. Yep. Yep. Uh, not pretty for uh, Alain Vigneault's group, as he always calls them, the group. The group. Uh, what about the new coach you're breaking in yet? How are you working with uh, Tortorella? You got him figured well, out? You know, I haven't because I've been away so much. I haven't been in his face a lot. Uh, you know, every day asking him stupid questions and getting dumped on for it. I, I think he's been pretty good, though. I think he's really, you know, dialed it back a little. He's kind of being reasonably uh, cooperative when people ask questions. There was one testy moment last night when somebody asked him what their practice plan would be for the next four days leading into the regular season and. Tortorella turned to him and says, you want me to tell you what we're going to do in practice? And he says, no, no, no. Well, okay. You know, here's what we need to work on. Type of thing. You know, but they, you know, you can just imagine what he'd have done if that had been New York in the playoffs last year. Larry so. Brooks asking the question. <laughs> you know, I think he's, honestly, I think the players have taken to his, uh, his attitude and they've adopted a certain amount of that and they've they've kind of realized to their credit that they needed to be different if they were going to succeed and i think they're trying i think they really are the sedines are you know everybody's grinding a little more they're not giving up pucks on the board as much as they used to they don't get jammed in their own end for five minutes uh you know it just looks looks a little more tenacious to me and whether that's a reflection of Tortorella or whether it's going to run out at some point uh, shortly we'll see but uh, they got a real good game out of Luongo last night which is very important because they're not going anywhere this year if he's not good and uh, it just looked pretty darn good for an exhibition game. Well there you go and the the new style that comes in uh, they're hoping for the same thing here in Edmonton. Uh, Cam Cole from uh, the Vancouver Sun and Post Media joins us. Uh, Dallas Akins comes in here and is doing, trying to do the exact same thing, find a group of young, relatively soft players and uh, mold them into a team that's harder to play against. They've got Taylor Hall playing center ice here uh, and so far looking pretty comfortable. Looked pretty good the other night. I saw that game. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I'll talk to you about the transformation, you know. Uh, can, do you think, can you teach the Sedins new tricks at age 33 you just turned 33 the other day can you can you how long does it take to, to grab a group of young skilled oilers whether it be dallas akins in edmonton or ken hitchcock with magnus pyarvi down in st louis finding out that he's a little bit soft but they're all a little bit soft how long does it take to change them oh i think it takes a while i don't think you do it overnight 
But, you know, it's probably a step that, that they've got to take if they're going to compete in the league in a, on a regular basis. You know, everybody's seen how good the Oilers can be on their good nights, but they've also seen how bad they can be on their bad nights. And I think it's just, as Tortorella keeps saying, and as I'm sure every coach ever has ever said, it's all about trying to be consistent and give the same effort all the time and and not get beat on the boards and not give up pucks. Like uh, Henrik was saying last night, you don't win all the puck battles. You just can't lose them, you know. So, you know, the puck's got to stay there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a tough thing to learn for guys that aren't used to grinding it out. But you know what? The Sedins have never been bad on the boards. No, absolutely not. And that's something that Tortorella preaches. And, uh, you know, so they're a little bit ahead of the game in some of those respects. Right. Cam Cole joins us on the Matawanek show uh, here in the uh, TSN 1260 now, we're being called. Opening up as that on Monday, Cammy. Nice. Uh, at which point uh, you'll be packing your bags for one of the cool golf tournaments, one of the things we all love to watch. The President's Cup goes in Dublin, Ohio, and uh, you will be dispatched there to uh, cover. I'm sure you've been to a few of those. I guess talk to us about, about the, you know, it's not a normal PGA event, obviously. It's quite different. Uh, your thoughts on it? How much do you enjoy going to one? Well, I enjoy the team golf concept. I love, I've, lo- I've loved Ryder Cups ever since I first started watching them on TV. It's just so different when you get guys playing for each other and feeling the pressure of their peers on every putt and, and not wanting to let down the side. And you know, I mean, even though there's really no united flag to play for for all these uh, international players, such as there is for U.S., which is very nationalistic when it comes to these things there's still a real attitude of of beat the americans that you know of course as a canadian we we we, we tend to go that way ourselves we like and, that uh, yeah, yeah yeah we don't mind that so <laughs> when the europeans win the Ryder cup like they did last year it's pretty cool and uh, though the international team has not been very competitive in most of the international uh, uh president's cup matches uh you know, if things happen in golf and the strange things happen. I don't see it this year. I think the United States team is just totally stacked from players that have played well and are at the top of their game because they just came out of the FedEx Cup playoffs and the Tour Championship, and they're really smoking at this point. So it's tough to see an international team uh, win, but with our boy Graham Dillette on the team, a good Weyburn lad, uh, you know, that's really why I'm going. I didn't go to the one in uh, Melbourne, Australia two years ago because there was no Canadian on the team for the first time in a long time. Mike Weir went to five in a row. So it'll be good to have a Canadian back on the on the squad. Great to see uh, Graham Dillette doing well and uh, hope uh, he carries the colors proudly. Yeah, and uh, Jack Nicklaus's course. Uh, I believe the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets are having him drop a puck, if I'm not mistaken, on opening night. Opening night, Jack's dropping the puck. It'll be the second day of the President's Cup, which he is essentially the host of because it's at his golf club, Muirfield Village. But, uh, you know, he's been the captain of several President's Cup's teams, uh, U.S. teams, and so he's very intimately involved with this with this tournament and uh so for him to take time away in the middle of it to go uh, drop a puck for a Blue Jackets game, I think that's pretty cool. He is the greatest golfer who ever lived. Wow. that's um, Who knew Jack Nicklaus was a Columbus Blue Jackets fan? Well, it's funny. I caddied for him years ago at the Bear uh, opening of the Bear in uh, Kelowna, and it was the year that Columbus was coming into the into the league. And I said, you know, will you go to any Columbus Jack- Blue Jackets games? And he goes, oh, I don't really follow hockey that much. <laughs> <laughs> so either he's changed his tune or this is purely a PR exercise. I don't know. Yeah, I got the, I got the latter. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say, no? Hey, yeah. why don't you drop the puck on opening night? No! I'm not coming <laughs> to your stupid sport. <laughs> he does live in that town. I know, it's his town, exactly. There you go. Guys got could live anywhere in the world that lives in Columbus, Ohio. You know he's a local then. Yeah. Damn Cole. Uh, hey, it's been lots of fun having you on the radio over the last couple of years. It's been a good run. Yeah, been uh, a good blast, uh, Spec, and uh, all the best in your future endeavors. I'm uh, sorry you're not going to stick around with that unit, but I know you'll do well wherever you go. All right, thanks, Cam. We sure appreciate the words. Talk to you, Spec. All right, man. There you go, Cam Cole. Frequent visitor to the show over the many, well, many years, over a couple of years. 
just watching the hockey wires, as it were, and not seeing much. Uh, we spoke earlier about, uh, I don't know, is the, is the biggest move we've seen today. Well, yesterday we missed, uh, we should report, to, obviously, Rafi Torres out with ACL surgery. He'll be up for a long time. But today, Ryan Whitney uh, cut loose by the St. Louis Blues. Is that big? It's not really big news, eh, Matt? That's, that's not really shocking either. Not really. I, I don't think you've talked to any other fans saying Ryan Whitney got cut today from the St. Louis Blues, and any of them are going to be shocked based on how we've seen him play over the last few years. He should have tried out for a team with a worse defense. That's a pretty tough one to go into. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was hoping Peter Angelo would sit out a little bit longer and they yeah. needed him. Yeah. I, I, the question for him is, where does he go from here? Is it Europe? Jeez, he shouldn't or does somebody yet. get him another? Does somebody give him another look in the National Hockey League? A fine... Does he wait around till an injury happens? Well, that's probably what he does: is tries to stay in shape um, until somebody gets hurt. I guess it's you know it's amazing where they go. Like Ryan Whitney, where is he in here? Ray Whitney, Joe Whitney. Oh my goodness! Don't tell me they've taken him off of NHL.com. Oh, my goodness, you put Whitney in and you get about five guys named Whitney, but you don't get Ryan anymore. I found Ryan. Oh, dear. How you type in it? Ryan Whitney. I just typed in Whitney, and I got Brandon Whitney, Joe Whitney, Ray Whitney, Stephen Whitney, and some guy named Whitney Richardson. And no Ryan Whitney. How soon they forget, baby. Whew. That's what's going to be around here with me, right? Oh, fuck. Back who, what? One, uh, who, spe- who, 157. What? Everything's gone. Phil Spector? Didn't he murder that B actress? <laughs> I believe he was not guilty. Yes. Ryan well, Whitney's 30 he... years old, if I believe that's what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's only 30. Shouldn't be done. I don't know. That's a, quite the fall from some height. He's made lots of money in the game, but the, nonetheless, is he that bad? He's not that bad. Can't be a sixth defenseman somewhere. Did Seriously? you watch him? Yeah, I know. He was pretty bad. Nobody wanted to trade for him at the deadline last year because he wasn't good. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's just a, there was a decent defenseman there at one point is all I'm saying. Uh, there was. Just and then that around. ankle injury took place. Did he not get invited to the Vancouver Olympics? Either he was at their camp or he was at the Olympics and didn't play, but he was around that team, like a consideration for that team. Now he can't be a consideration for 30 NHL teams. Holy cow. Anyhow, good luck. Uh, hopefully uh, he'll do well because he's a decent guy. I kind of like him. Take a break on the show. When we return in the second hour of the Mark Spector Show slash Matawanek Show to be. Stephen Brunt from Sportsnet will join us. Uh, we'll get around the sports world with old Steve Brunt. Always a pleasure to have him on the show. Coming up next here on T1260. The Million Dollar Live Drive is back. back. What would you do with a million bucks, Reese? I, I think I'd take some golf lessons. <laughs> Just for the next competition, I like it. I would probably change it all in, in loonies and go Scrooge McDuck on it. <laughs> yes! If you had a weekend coming up and you had $1 million, what would you do then? I'm not even sure if I can say that stuff on the air. <laughs> Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260 and Crystal Glass are giving you the chance to win a million dollars with one swing of the club. Keep it locked in the team for your chance to qualify. On Friday, October 11th, Nielsen and Fraser will be broadcasting live from the Ranch Golf and Country Club as the 25 lucky qualifiers take their shot at a million-dollar hole-in-one. We'll also be giving away $5,000 to the golfer closest to the pin, plus tons of other prizes from the Ranch Golf and Country Club. The Million Dollar Live Drive is back. Brought to you by Crystal Glass and Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260. Welcome to Best Business Supplies. Yes, I'd like some pens. Would you like them today? Yes, why? Well, it's our busiest time of year for pens. So? So if you want it now, you'll have to pay our peak season pen pricing. What? You wouldn't treat your customers like that. So why put up with a travel rewards card program that treats you like that? Get the rights and freedoms of a business Avioner with the RBC Visa Business Platinum Avion card. Visit rbc.com slash business Avion for details. What about pencils? Did you pre-order? No. Fill out this form. I need a pen. Liquor Depot is celebrating with amazing daily deals. Today only, get a case of Budweiser for just $2. That's right, just 2 bucks. Buy two 15-can cases of Budweiser for $29.99 each and get the third for just 2 bucks. You get three cases of Bud and save over 27 bucks. Liquor Depot keeps your party going with cold beer. We're open late, so drop into your local Liquor Depot and Liquor Barn today and save over 